Hi, welcome to Mind Sutra, a space to create your dream life. Today I'm so happy to have my first international guest, Wendy Victor Hess from Virginia, US, who will talk about how changing our mindset can affect our energy. Wendy has an experience of more than 15 years into energy healing and for the past 3 years she's helping families reconnect with each other. She is a mom of two kids, a son who is 14 and a daughter who is 12. She is an empath and intuitive and helps holistically minded sensitive parents reconnect with their vision, desires and self-love so they can authentically their families with freedom and empowerment. It's awareness and healing to the challenging dynamics present in our current parenting paradigm. Welcome to Mind Sutra Wendy. Can you tell me why it is important to understand how mindset affects our energy and how it can be useful in our daily life? Where can we apply it? Thank you so much. It's so nice to be here. Yes, it's a great question and it's so pertinent for these times we're living in right now as well. So One example is have you ever noticed when you have a situation that repeats itself and sometimes it bothers you and sometimes it doesn't? Have you ever noticed that? Yes, I have and many times I have noticed that. So what happens is we are taught to think that it is the circumstance that's happening outside of us that causes us to feel a certain way. Yet this type of situation demonstrates that there's another way. so another perspective or a way of becoming aware of and when we can better understand that what we feel is what we're thinking then we can feel a more empowered way of being in our lives so it's it's not that sometimes people say well i you know they want to debate or or you know have questions because we're not really learning that. And so it's not that we've never would feel quote bad feelings or negative. It's more that we can understand ourselves more and stop the the train, I call it a train of emotions that subsequently follow. So what happens is our energy follows these thoughts and feelings. And since we're made of energy and by then by shifting our mindset while still acknowledging what's there, we can change our lives and our relationships and how we see and we are in the world so it, this kind of way of working with it can can be applied to any situation so for instance let's say you notice a behavior with your child that can feel frustrating for you so let's just say a recent one that i heard of was someone was feeling really frustrated one of my clients was feeling really frustrated that their daughter was having their own frustration and was being really uh, stubborn and no matter what this mama said to the daughter to try to help it just kind of escalated and So how you can apply it in this situation and what I was speaking about with with my client at the time was 
what was happening for her, the mama. So she was real aware of what was going on for the daughter. And seemingly the daughter was frustrated about something that didn't seem that important to the mama. But when we started to uncover more of what was going on for the daughter, that even though it didn't seem important to the mama or something that would, that would really quote, warrant that kind of reaction, the more that we spoke, that I spoke with the mama, we realized more and more what the mama was feeling about it. And when we started to look at what the mama was feeling, she was feeling irritated herself. She was feeling kind of judgmental, even though she's very loving to her child. It's not an, you know, again, this is when we can get into, oh, that's bad or wrong, or we're not supposed to feel that. But that's not what, what, what this, what all of this is about is to talk about the energetics around it because the daughter was actually feeling her own frustration, but then was also feeling what her mama was feeling, which was some of these other emotions of, you know, get over it. And also her mom's feelings of in her own life where it wasn't okay to really just be frustrated for no reason or to, you know, hurry up and get over it, that it wasn't just okay to express anger. And the mama was really uncomfortable with that. And so there's all different ways. This is just one example, but it can be so useful in our daily life and, and applied. Like we have so many opportunities in a day because we have so many thoughts and so many situations that this can just happen all the time. So it's a wonderful and beautiful way to actually look at it and stay aware and to open our hearts in a different way to be more more willing to do that. So does that make sense? Is that helpful? Yes, definitely. It is uh, absolutely helpful, which brings me to next question. What inspired you to work in this area? What was your inspiration? So a lot, actually. Uh, my passion is and my passion for really working in this area stems from my own journey. So my own journey really as an empath and a highly sensitive person and intuitive person myself. So mm -hmm. I was quote, one of those kids with parentheses that, that really felt unseen. And I also understood people's emotions, even if they didn't, they may not have themselves or they didn't share them. Mm -hmm. So I, I often felt like something was wrong with me since people wouldn't talk about what I would coin as the quote elephant in the room. Uh, so I would internalize it. And as I got older, if people didn't acknowledge that, you know, I, that's when I would start to internalize it and thought that something was wrong with me. Mm -hmm. And I did my best to fit in or be liked or not be seen also. And I would hide or not share what I truly felt because I, I felt like I would, there was a fear there of being judged or wrong or misunderstood or alone, really. So I was really inspired because my, my journey has really let me to uncover more layers uh, to empower and recognize my gifts. So I really want the children who are being born now, who really are healers, to know who they are from a really young age and to help support their parents with their own journey and the journey of supporting their sensitive kids 
often as sensitive parents themselves, if that's the case, but also if they're not sensitive and they just are having trouble relating to their children, that they can also learn how to relate to their sensitive kids. And it's also, you know, as a parent myself, I, I'm aware I've, 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 uh, lived through a lot of this as well and children similar to what I just shared you know children really feel the energy even more than the words that we use both are important but the congruence between what is felt and you know that's a really important piece so to help have that clarity is a really special spot that that you know, we can focus on as parents to help. So it allows us to really be authentic in our own inconsistencies and our own growth. So that, you know, it's not about being perfect. It's not about doing it, quote, one way or the right way, because it's really just the, uh, the authenticity and making the mistakes both for us as parents and to allow that for our kids. That's actually where the learning and the growth and the beauty of this whole process is. So it's just about the awareness and it's available to all of us. And oftentimes our kids point us towards that awareness that are blind spots that we may not see. So the gift, you know, I really focus with people and, and the, what I'm inspired about is really focusing on this as the gift because I just think it's just a beautiful process and it's really extraordinary. So I really, you know, my inspiration also is just if I can use the lessons that I've learned and undo what my own understand, my own misunderstandings were and my feelings of abandonment or not being seen or taking on other people's things and so much more like things that I have learned and, and experienced in my own journey. So if I can really help share that and help uncover that and help teach others, both parents and kids, to, to learn to work with it differently. Um, it just, nothing makes me happier. It's just a pleasure to see and to be witness to their growth and their own freedom and, and all the changes and ease that, that comes as a, relate of, as, a, as a result of that. It's just a lovely process. This is really inspiring, Wendy, and it's a gift that you have recognized from your own uh, pain, which is extremely inspiring. So let me jump to the third question, uh, which is for our listeners, can you suggest some easy actionable tips? Sure, I'd be happy to. So the first one I would suggest is to see through the lens of what is the gift in the situation. So, mm -hmm. for instance, as parents, you know, we only want what's best for our children. And sometimes that means we're looking at what we see as, quote, wrong to fix it or to fix them. And so the first step is to see these situations as what is unique and good about this rather than from the lens of, quote, to fix it. So, mm -hmm. for instance, yeah, if, if, if someone... If someone has a child who's more rebellious or strong-willed and they don't, quote, do as asked. So similar to the example that I gave a little while ago, when a parent starts to see them as a leader and a free thinker, 
Then the energy can shift and they feel more seen and heard, or at least they feel seen and heard differently. So it, it doesn't mean that, you know, there's never going to be more headbutts or that there, you know, there's not going to be any more times where they have the rebellion and there's feeling like you're doing two different things, but the focus of it is different. And so that's, that's the first one. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. Okay. And then the other small and helpful tips, the other one can be notice how you're aware of your thoughts and feelings. For instance, are you more of a visual person? So when things worry you, you see images of what could happen or have pictures in your mind, or do you feel something in your body? like sensations or different experiences like that. So maybe you're also verbal, so you, or you even hear things. So just getting curious about this whole experience and how you can, how, how you're experiencing what you're experiencing differently. So if you're someone that's seeing images, then start to link and create different new images when you're experiencing a similar situation. So how can you create new pictures in your mind, if you will, or a new word or phrase if you're more verbal? Or maybe you like music and you can experience it more with a melody or some sort of music or lyrics or things that bring more relaxation or they just temper the situation a little bit. So that's another example. And a third one can be to create a tweak or a change in the moment. So for instance, sometimes when a child gets upset, after consoling them, a parent may redirect their attention to something else of interest for them. So, you know, like they fall down and they hurt themselves and you give them a little hug and then rather than dwelling in that you're just kind of pointing them in a different direction and then they're off and running and they do their thing and so how many times as a parent have we seen you know people the child falls and they're getting up and they're doing their thing and if the parent goes <gasps> then the child cries so when we're not giving attention to those things because we know that just kids fall down and they bump themselves and then they get right back up and they're fine. And if it wasn't that situation and it was more serious, we would of course tend to it differently. But a lot of the times it's not. And so it's sort of having that image or that understanding as you're in your day to day and you're giving your mind something else to do rather than in that obsessive or perseverating on the quote usual usual things that that you're you may be thinking about so these are some tips and then i also offer a free talk a signature talk that offers four steps to empower parenting and so if any of your listeners are interested feel free to direct message me and i can let you know more about that and happy to share more of that as well so these are some things to start with and then we can go from there if interested in more. And, you know, it's really uh, so 
beautiful to, to work with this in this way. But the wonderful thing too is even if you wouldn't listen to the signature talk because you're not a parent yet or you don't have kids or have an interest in, in having kids at this juncture in your life, what's beautiful about this work is that you also can use these tools as they're helpful no matter where you are. So they're helpful in your partner relationships with your work colleagues and how you're dealing with stress. So it's also really helpful if you are considering having kids and it's really helpful to start working with these tools prior to having kids or as you're, you're, you're thinking about that or perhaps you're pregnant. So we have all sorts of stress responses and especially right now in the middle of a pandemic, so using some of these suggestions and tools can be super helpful. And I'd also love to offer your listeners a free discovery session call where we go through what's happening for you. So sometimes this can seem really simple to do, but when you're getting into the practice of it, it can feel confusing or just like you could use some support. And so I'm happy to do that and work personally, you know, like more uniquely with, with your listeners' situations of what's happening for, for them right now, for you right now, uh, as you're doing this and how your life would feel different if you got what you're struggling with handled and it can feel differently. So for the call, we just begin creating right on the call. So you can walk away with some tangible ideas that are already happening for you so that you know if you were to join and and join the program you still can utilize what we talked about but then if you don't you still walk away with some things that can really be helpful in putting these these mindset tools and these energetic tools into practice thank you so much wendy for all these wonderful insights if our listeners want to reach you where they can reach you can you just tell us that and then if anyone is interested in learning more, yes, I'm happy to share that. My website is www.vigdorhess.com. And I also have a lot of information there and, and a blog. And also, I'd love to see you on my Facebook page. And I know that it'll be in the notes as well, but it's under Wellness with Wendy Victor Hess, and the link is actually Wendy Victor Hess author. So you can see that in the notes. Uh, and in addition, if you or your children are struggling with sugar or dietary concerns, you can also find my book, Sweetness Without Sugar, on Amazon. And you can also read more about that. More specifically, it has recipes and, and all sorts of different things as a resource guide, and you can read more about that on my website as well. And it's spelled easier to see in the show notes for sure rather than me saying it out loud it's sometimes hard to understand so it has been an absolute pleasure to have this conversation today thank you so much for having me Thank you so much, Wendy, for giving us your precious time. And this conversation has been so much helpful. And I learned a lot. And I'm sure our listeners also benefited from this. 
all my listeners can find all the details of Wendy on my blog mindsutra.in so do check it out and thank you Wendy once again for your valuable time and insights thank you so much it was a complete pleasure having you here to all my audience thank you so much for listening and i'll see you in another episode with more such inspiration bye bye